0: When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary. The host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B.
1: Welcome. This is Wendy B. and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's the little acts of kindness they bestow on people, one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking. Alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particular women 50 to 110, fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or you're resigned that they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power, regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom, is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade. Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I don't know what it takes to thrive, but I'm in the inquiry. And on my earlier podcast for two, 243, I was talking about an area that I noticed I hadn't been thriving, and it was my healthy eating and me gaining weight and taking taking my life on and causing myself to thrive in that area. And I'm now taking the actions that's needed. And now we're looking at what are we tolerating at 244, what are we tolerating or putting up with? And what i saw was i had been tolerating i wanted to create an environment that that called me to be very present and very loving and just like really appreciated and respected and the environment that i've lived in the last two years worked for until it didn't and then i caught myself really good at i'm starting to master when i'm reactivated like taking on that practice of noticing that i'm being reactivated and that what is happening right now i'm only being triggered if i'm reactive i'm only being triggered from something from the past and it might have nothing to do with now so um, and i discovered that with my landlady uh, she it, my experience of her is that she likes to control situations in such a way that in my experience I'm not left with a lot of dignity and my experience also is that she doesn't care if I'm comfortable she just wants it done a particular way and I don't know what has happened in her past that she has to be this controlling but she is and I've been able to live with it because we haven't even though we have separate apartments I rarely see her and we just text from time to time but I got myself really reactivated about a situation and it was a boundary for me and so we're looking at the steps that we would take to get ourselves not reactivated now I caught myself reactivated Uh, and and one of the things that that has me be more reactive than other times is if I'm hungry lonely angry or tired those are Four things I need to look at. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely and tired? And once she'd sent me this text and I walked into the apartment and there's no lights until you get to a certain part and tripping on my shoes. I was hungry. I was lonely. I had just led an event that I didn't feel I hadn't led as effectively as I wanted. So I was hungry, lonely, tired and, and it when I'm that I'm, I'm really vulnerable and I can be reactivated easily. And when I'm reactivating, I'm not thriving. And and then all of a sudden, things from the past come in. So what I'd like to talk on the next few podcasts is, what are the uh, habitual reactive patterns do you have that don't serve you? And are you committed to being free? And what I s- assert is you have to start as soon as you... Are reactivated take a deep breath and look at what am I committed to and then also uh, I think looking at really helps if you know what your triggers are and that is really useful to know what your triggers are and I'm just starting to learn what my triggers are you know I'm in my 60s I'm just starting to realize I, I, I mean I probably have before noticed certain triggers know certain people I have I can't be around long time or I'll get triggered like my dad is one um, from his unhealthy my experience is he has really unhealthy ways of living and speaking that can trigger can trigger memories from my past and so there's certain people like that that I can't be around long I, I don't know about you but I can't be around them long I can be around them and my and my practice is to keep being in such a way that I regardless of who they're being I can be peaceful and loving now I'm I'm not I'm not mastered that fully but that's what I'm uh what I'm trying to master so what I want us to look at is and I'm going to do a couple of podcast on this is when you look at your day are you reactivated are you frustrated or annoyed are you fearful to make the next move because I was when my uh, landlady insisted I remove my shoes that have been there for two years and put them in my bedroom I was totally fearful that if I told her how I felt I might have to move and that's what happened um she's requesting we're mutually agreeing like I said if if you keep acting this way I will move and she and she got back and said well maybe maybe this is the timing is perfect we'll both agree that that this isn't working and you can move and then there was stages where and I'll go through them in my next podcast not in this one um but it's like I had to look at you know uh I was able to within probably 10 hours I was able to get to the source of my reaction and it was a memory from when I was little and my parents controlling me and regardless it was still a boundary and and then I I had to you know I got some coaching from others in what to say and you know I wrote what I was going to say and then had three or four different people I trusted correct it so it would soften it or not come from try not to use reactive words to get my landlady reactive because she's already reacting and I'm reacting and so I wanted to stay responsible and then and so one of my triggers is when I feel that you are um telling me what to do when I think it's unnecessary um that you're trying to control me in such a way. Uh, and you're not looking out for my interests. You're only looking out for your own. So that's one trigger I have. And and at that moment when I was triggered, I was hungry, lonely, angry, and tired. Now fortunately, I've trained myself not to... It was in a text that she sent me. And I've taught myself to wait three days. Now I sent it two days later. Maybe if I had waited three days, I might have even shifted some more but I do not regret saying what I said and giving her the choice and letting her know that it had to work for both of us. And now I'm keeping my agreement covering the days she wants me to cover. She's going away in November and December. So I'm I'm gonna keep my word to that. Uh she asked if I could be out by January thirty first or uh December and I said no that didn't work for me and you know given the holiday season i didn't want to be stressed about looking for an apartment in december and that i'd appreciate she waited till january 31st um, and i was able to send a pleasant uh, text to her making that request she sent one back uh, that she could wait till january 31st and that she was reactivated about some of my words i used and i was able to get in her world and validate what she said and said you know me i thought i was not doing what you're saying so i will speak to a mentor and get some coaching in that area uh, because if i'm saying certain things that reactivate you then maybe i'm saying them to others so uh, overall I was able to not be triggered in the end no matter what she said I wasn't triggered but I was triggered at the beginning so I, I, I would like to ask you do you know what your triggers are and they can be small things you want to take a moment to think about your day and whether you've only had a few hours or maybe you, you know you're ready to hit the sack where were you reactive where did you come into a pattern of reactivity versus you were conscious and you were able to stay present and even if someone triggered you, you chose a different pattern. You, you know, you took a moment and you did not choose the, your pattern of reactivity. You chose to stay calm, peaceful and speak from that centeredness. So in closing, we're exploring how to thrive whether we are 10 or 110 and beyond. Where are you being reactive when you look at your day and what new action could you take right now that could make a difference? Can you discover your habitual patterns that cause you to react and are your habitual reactive patterns that don't serve you. Just even discovering those would be useful, okay? Now I'm just saying, that's your homework. Just look and and see, and, and tomorrow I'll do another podcast. We're gonna look. What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast. I'm rated number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. What got me through this whole incident was st- staying, even though I believe her, my landlady's uh, behavior was inappropriate, I was able to stay grateful for what I have had for two years. So when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? want to hear about your dreams and your goals. I'll give you one amazing tip that could help you out. I will call people who let me know they've left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google+, Stitcher. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast and rate number five. Thanks for listening and keep thriving.
0: Thank you for listening to ThrivingAt60.com with Wendy B